Hello and welcome to the Life, Living It and Loving It podcast. I'm your host, Gordon Doan, and today we're going to be talking about changing seasons. But before we jump into all that, I wanted to thank you all for sticking with us through the rebrand. If you're a new listener, welcome. Um, we're now known as the Life, Living It and Loving It podcast. We've had a couple of weeks off, so um, it's the first time we've had some time off and we've not published an episode in a week um, since we've started. So I think we're on 80-something episodes now. Um, so we took a couple of weeks off that allowed us to redo the website, redo all our branding, etc. Um, so thank you for sticking with us. And like I say, if you're a new listener, welcome. As part of the rebrand, I've got a little bit of a competition. So I've got some giveaways. So um, I'm going to give away um, five... Um, coaching sessions um, this is the excuse, uh, extreme execution coaching and we're going to do a flight assessment um, so this is a flight assessment it's based on the disc assessments um, it gives you kind of a, a, a really good view into your personality and how you operate with other people it goes into really great detail um, it's, a, it's such a great tool to use to get to know yourself a little better shows you where your strengths and weaknesses are it gives you a list of things that you can help uh, work on uh, and and, and well, during that session, we'll build you a personalised strategy to um, to move forward and continue developing. So, um, su- super exciting to give um, five of those away to people. Um, what we'll do is at the end of the podcast, I'll tell you how um, we can. We're going to give those away. So, stay tuned to the end to find out how to enter that competition. So. Into our update, obviously it's been a couple of weeks since uh, we lasted an episode, so a lot's happened, so I'm actually recording this podcast from France, I'm visiting my parents, they live out in France, as a lot of you know if you're a long time listener, um, they live out in France so we don't get to see them too often, we came over myself and Snow who's my dog, um, we had a great trip over, we came over on the Eurotunnel which was uh, phenomenal, really good. Um, but I was kind of a bit nervous with the whole COVID situation with traveling, etc. Uh, but actually staying on the Eurotunnel was perfect. Um, we didn't have to leave the car or anything like that. We were able to just drive straight onto the train, obviously, stay in the car the whole way. So we, the only person we interacted with was the uh, border control officers where we handed our passports over and that was it. Nice and straightforward on the way to France. I think it's going to be a little bit more complex coming back into the UK. I think we have to stop in the pet zone to have um, Snow's microchip um, scan to make sure that we're bringing the obviously the right dog the registered dog back into the country so I think that's going to be a little bit more um, complex but not too much more hopefully I think um, I've been told that they could kind of hand you the little scanner through the window and then you go out and scan your dog and bring it back and it shows them the uh, the, the uh, ID tag for the microchip which is quite cool uh, the pet passport went quite well. Um, it's just like a human passport. You can put a picture of the dog in there and it's got all the details of their vaccinations, etc. in there. So that was really cool. So I've been having a great time out here in France. She's been loving it. We, uh, although it's warm, it touched up to uh, 39 degrees yesterday. Um, so fairly toasty, um, but she's been loving. We've been taking her to a lake every morning to swim in. And I've also brought with me a dog paddling pool. I bought it just before I came over for her because um, I knew it was going to be hot. Uh, and she loves um, lying down and, and uh, messing around in the paddling pool. So she, she's loving that. Um, so we've had a great time out here visiting with my parents. We're out here for another week or so yet. So um, I think we'll be doing next week's episode here as well. So I've managed to bring all my kit, which is great. Got the microphones, the um, soundboards and everything set up, the recorder 
got it all set up. So uh, hopefully I've had to turn the fans off because we've, uh, like I say, it's 39 degrees, topping 40 degrees. Um, so every, every room has kind of got fans or AC units going in it. I've turned them off so that we're not um, uh, destroying the sound quality on the podcast. So hopefully I won't uh, half boil while we're doing the podcast. So today's episode, I wanted to talk about seasons. I thought it was a really good opportunity, um, seeming as we just changed into season two of the podcast. We've moved from season one, which was the Property Entrepreneur podcast. We've rebranded, come back as life, living it and loving it. And um, this is season two of the podcast. So like I say, um, hopefully, fingers crossed, you won't have to do anything to keep your podcast subscription. Hopefully, um, if you listen in Apple, um, through iTunes, if you listen through Stitcher, um, you shouldn't have to change your um, your subscription. It should just roll over because we've not created a new podcast. We've just um, moved into season two. So although the branding has changed, all the old content should still be there for you to go and peruse at your leisure if you want to go back and re-listen to some of those some of those episodes. So that's that's really cool. So like I say, um, and also some uh, good news as well. Um, if you like listening to your podcasts through Spotify uh, rather than Apple or Stitcher, um, the podcast is now available on Spotify as well. So uh, I'm really excited about starting it on uh, Spotify. Uh, opens us up to a, a wider audience, which is well cool. So I'm super excited about that as well. So like I say, we're moving into um, the second season of the podcast. So I thought it was worth talking about seasons and I think I think it's important to realize I think a lot of people um, forget um, that just like nature life has seasons there's a whole number of seasons in uh, in each person's life and each person goes through seasons at different paces um, etc you know uh, the key thing is now if, if you reviewed your life right now what season would you say you're currently in are you in a dry season a waiting for something season a grinding season and everything that can go everything that can does go wrong season or maybe you're in a psychological warfare season or maybe you're in the happy season and everything is going perfectly everything's going really well and everything's going good you know and there's an infinite number of seasons as there's as many seasons as there are people um so you know you don't necessarily go through all of those seasons you might just hit a couple of them you might um go through them quicker than other people you know everybody's you know on their journey at slightly different paces sometimes it's really difficult to recognize the season of life we're in and it can be even more difficult to prevent life becoming stagnant when the wheels of life are turning with little or no traction you know um, when you get stuck stuck in a rut so to speak it can be really difficult to kind of recognize where you are in life and kind of see a way through it and sometimes it can become quite uh, monotonous quite boring quite dull um, as you kind of try and, and get yourself to that next stage that next phase that next season of life and um, I think it's important to ensure, you know, to ensure we keep living a, a life that we love. It's important to ensure a season is just that, that it's a season. It, You know, it, in nature, it's never winter forever. So those bad times, those bad seasons, those difficult seasons, those challenging seasons are not going to last forever. It's going to be, you know, 
we've got to make sure and some of that's on us some of that's on the circumstances and the environment around us so we can't control it all um but it's important that see to remember that seasons are exactly that they're a season so it's not going to last forever like i say winter never lasts forever uh, unless you're in game of thrones maybe uh but um, winter never lasts forever so um those difficult times those bad times uh are going to pass exactly the same uh, as all the other seasons and and it's important also to remember that once we get to that happy that happy season where everything's going right everything's going perfectly we're in that winning season you know that's not going to last forever as well we're going to come out of that at some point and jump back through the seat the other seasons or maybe experience new seasons in life so it's important to remember that it's continually changing but the key thing is to move through those difficult seasons and spend as long as we can in those happy seasons those winning seasons to make sure that we're living a life that we love so if you're currently experiencing losses difficulties, pains, or it seems like you're having more than your fair share of challenges, remember that the next season is always around the corner and, you know, um, we're going to get through it um, and we're going to get into that winning season. Um, see, like I say, seasons affect people differently. So, you know, maybe you've seen people going through what you're going through and maybe it's taken you a little longer than it took them. Maybe you're going through some of those seasons a bit quicker than it's taken other people. So, you know, it, they tr- they affect people differently. Personally, I find the dry seasons the toughest. This is where things dry up and start feeling stagnant and, and you feel stuck in a rut. You might be moving through life but not really experiencing it. You lose sight of your goals and you're just merely focused on surviving and and, and you're focused on the rat race of life. You, you, what you need to do or what I find I need to do when I'm in this space, when I'm in this season, I need to refocus my energy on my goals. I need to check and what I find even more useful is if I check that my goals are still good, i.e. they're still relevant, they're still what I'm aiming for. Um, I don't need to um, change them slightly. Um, And then what we need to do is ensure that our actions then reflect what those goals are and what we want to achieve. And it's also important, you know, during these dry, dry seasons to take some time to do the things you really enjoy. So it can be quite easy to um, kind of get, like I said, get stuck in that rut. Nothing's really happening. You're just living life but you're not really like, you're not in that phase where you're loving the life that you're living because you're stuck in that rut. You're doing the same things over and over again. So it's really important to take a little bit of time, do some activities that you enjoy, whether that's going out for a run like it is for me. I love going out for a run. In fact, I went out for a run this morning, even though it was warm. Um, we went out for a run, took my parents with me, which was phenomenal, really good. I was really impressed with what they were doing. That was really good. They're running three times a week now, um, which was really impressive. So um, they're doing a grand job. So maybe you need to do that. Maybe for you, it's going and spending some time with your family, your children. Maybe it's going and visiting friends. Maybe it's going out for a drink or a meal with some friends or family. Uh, Maybe it's going out and just sitting out on the patio and listening to some music. Whatever it may be for you, take some time out and really get get some time doing what you really enjoy doing. So don't forget to take that time when you're in a dry season. No, and then we mentioned waiting seasons. Um, these can also be tough. This may maybe you're waiting for an external event to happen, or maybe it's an internal one. Whatever it is you're waiting for, it can be easy to be distracted whilst you're waiting. So it, it's really key to take some time during the waiting while you're waiting for something to happen. Like I say, whether that's an external event or an internal one, you know, to keep 
to improve and practice whatever it is you're trying to achieve. This will really help keep you focused and moving forwards. Uh, maybe you're waiting for something such as um, a certain number of social media follow followers before you release a new product or um, something along those lines. The, what I find is really do is while whilst you're waiting for those social media follows, what you can do is take the time to uh, run some tests, improve the content you're providing on social media, um, because if you're doing the same things over and over again and you're kind of your followers uh, at a steady pace, they're let it's leveled off. You're not really gaining any new followers. You need to try some new things to uh, up that number. Maybe you can read a book on um, providing social media content. Maybe there's some people in your field who are experts and their numbers are exponentially growing and you can go and kind of have a look at what they're doing and then maybe try some of the ideas that they're using on your site or your your social media um so yeah really key in those waiting seasons to really take the time to practice and and improve whatever it is that you're doing because um it's like i say it's very easy to get distracted and very easy to waste time during those waiting seasons and and sometimes if you're not careful it can be easy to move backwards whilst you're waiting as well so always try and keep moving forwards towards that life that we love so um it's really important uh, the next season uh, that i mentioned was the kind of grinding season this is when you're locked in and focused on your processes um but it can feel like you don't have time to fit everything in um, you know I, this is one of the main seasons that I experience you know I go through the other ones and I have I do have seasons where um, I'm waiting and um, I, I have those dry seasons but they tend to be quite short for me like I say they affect everybody differently sometimes those will be longer for you sometimes they'll be shorter I tend to go through those ones quite quickly um, but the grinding season is where I kind of have that long the most of my time is in this season it's where I'm locked in focus on what I'm doing, getting stuff done. But I often feel like I've run out of time. I don't have that time to get everything that I want to done. And how I find best to get through these periods, and you know, it's really time to get organized during this period. Is everything you're working on important or is it just busy work? Have you created busy work for yourself? It's not really contributing to anything. It's not really giving you any benefits. Uh, it's time to kind of have a look through all those activities that you're doing and making sure uh, that you give them a priority and then work through those items in that priority order. I find, you know, and I've done an episode on this previously, um, I, I find it equally important to do a not to do list during this period of time. So um, usually I have quite long to do lists around. Um, if you see my desk at home, I've got lots of post-it notes everywhere with lists of things that I'm waiting to do that are waiting to be done on them. And I kind of move them around. So as I prioritize them, I can reorder them quite quickly. It's one of the benefits of using in post-it notes i can just move them around quite nicely quite easily but i also have a kind of a column right at the end uh, that i use for a not to do list so when i go through you know i might identify that there's some just real time sinks that really aren't providing as much benefit as those other items would so i move those into a not to do list um, until I've done all the other important things and then I'll reevaluate them and either take them off completely because I've decided that they don't need doing or then I bring them back on to do once I've done the more important tasks because um, it's important to get those high priority key things that's going to bring the most benefit done first and then work on that stuff that's not going to bring as much benefit. 
So um, I really find that doing those um, priority lists and the not to do lists um, really, really help out. And, you know, sorting those priority items will also reduce your stress and get us back to living that life that we love quite quickly. Um, because once you reduce the stress from doing those key activities, first, you know, a lot of us put off the difficult things, even though they're the things that most need doing. Quite often, it's a human thing. We just put off the most difficult things, even though they're most often the most important ones, just because we want an easy life and we feel better by ticking multiple things off a list um, rather than ticking one big thing off it feels better it's uh, like a human nature thing where we most of us prefer ticking off multiple things rather than ticking off one 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 thing um so um by but by doing those key things those big chunky things that maybe we've been putting off for a while that's going to massively reduce our stress levels and stop us worrying about it completely so so um try and like i say try and prioritize those and then action those items in that priority order and stick to it once you've prioritized it it's fine to reprioritize but don't get stuck in that loop of constantly reprioritizing if you're spending more than two or three minutes a day looking at your priorities then you've probably got it slightly wrong you're doing too much work or you've not quite got the process set up um as efficiently as possible that you need it to do like i say um, the way i do it i have a big pin board with post-it notes on it um I've, I've taken two um pinning the post-its on as well um uh, because i opened the window once and all my post-its blew off the board which was a right nightmare so uh, uh but whatever works for you whether it's using a, a pin board or whether it's using an app on your phone um have some way have some process where it's easy to to look at it and change things around as necessary though the other one of the next um prop seasons that i mentioned was the everything that can does go wrong season you know in this season your stress levels are going to be elevated you're going to be worrying it's going to be really difficult to maintain positivity and momentum during this season especially when you keep hitting uh, blockers or perceived blockers you know it's important what what I find really important is when when you when this is happening to you when you're in that period where just everything is going wrong nothing seems to be going right it's important to remember that everyone has these seasons everyone has challenges and if things never go wrong it's likely that you're not trying enough new things. You're not going to be progressing. You're going to be kind of stagnant and stuck in that rut. You're not going to be improving your business, improving your health, improving your life, whatever it is you're working on. If you kind of things aren't going wrong, um, then um, you're probably not innovating enough. Um, but if um, if everything's going wrong at the same time, that can be really challenging. Like I say, to keep that motivation up and keep that momentum going, um, it's important to remember that everyone has these challenges and things and it's easy to think that the errors or the problems that you're experiencing only happen to you right when you're looking at other people especially on social media social media is really bad for this and we've talked about this previously on the podcast as well social media shows us a highlight reel it never really shows us all the the hard work and the errors and the problems the issues that have cropped up for people on their journey. They tend to only post, and I'm saying, you know, most of us only show um, the good stuff that happens to us on social media. Um, I try and share a little bit more on the podcast, so you hear some of the mistakes I've made on the podcast, and I try, I'll try. i be trying to share some of that on social media as well to give that honest kind of view. Um, you know, I think it's important to share mistakes as well as things, but 
in 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 social media in general we only ever see that positivity it really is a highlight reel and it's quite easy to forget that when we're looking through it and we're looking at people that we kind of admire that we look up to that are role models and they seem like they're nailing it every day they seem like they're getting stuff done they're getting through um, and and performing at a high level constantly all the time what it doesn't show you is that they're having exactly the same issues that you're having, especially when they first started out. You know, we often see people um, at the top of their game, at the peak of their game. You know, it's taken them years to get to where they are. Um, and, and it seems we, we often forget that actually it's taken years and years for that person to get where they are of, of doing the same grind, of making the same mistakes as you're making now. Um, so it's really important to, to remember that. Um, everyone has issues. Everyone has to get through their get through to achieve their greatness. So whatever your get through is, you know, everybody's got to get through something. Everybody's got some barriers in front of them that they need to push through. Whatever it is for you, you know, it's going to be different for everybody, but everybody's going to have those barriers. But you've got to get through those barriers to achieve success and get to that life that you love. Um, everybody's got to do that. And, and like I say, the difficulty is when you're in this period and everything's going wrong, um, maybe be some of the actions you can take reprioritizing your stuff and focusing on right what's the most important thing to fix right now a lot of people get caught in a cycle of trying to blame people uh, and and tr instead of trying to fix the problem so if you come out of that space you know if you're a pilot uh, in terms of the flight assessment which we're going to talk about throughout the podcast going forward now so most episodes we're gonna, i'm going to mention um, the flight assessment and the different characteristics of each individual within the flight assessment there's four personalities in there so i'm going to be mentioning that um the flight as uh, assessment is uh, you know in terms of if you're a pilot um, you're going to be a high high D in terms of the disc assessment. That means that you're kind of you know you like being in charge. You like setting the direction and going for it. These and that's me by the way. I'm a I'm a high D. I'm also high I, um, which is a high flight attendant, which is kind of a people person, like talking to people and and telling stories and things, um, which is one of the reasons I do the podcast. Um, so I'm a high D and I'm a high I. If you're in that high D space, you're going to be focused on just getting to where you're supposed to be going. And but you but once things go wrong, it, it you it's, you're not a complete a finisher. And you start assigning blame to people and and coming up with excuses of why things go wrong. Now I'm very much in that space naturally, and it takes a lot of effort for me to come out of that space and then remind myself I need to focus on right what was the what was the intent what was i trying to do let's try and fix it rather than getting bogged down in assigning blame we can look at that afterwards to make sure that it um, doesn't go wrong again but let's focus right now on fixing it and that, and i think that can be the important thing if you're um if you're a kind of grounds crew kind of person if you're um in that space where you kind of work behind the scenes and you kind of want to uh, or if you're that um, flight attendant who likes um, working with people you know it can be that when things start going wrong you start worrying about oh what's the effect on the people and then you tr you get stuck in the space of trying to please everybody and you just can't do that so you've got to come back to your original intent review that and 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 start um working back towards how do we fix this issue and then if everything's going wrong prioritize the things that you want to fix so that you're working on one thing at a time because if you start spreading yourself too thin you're going to really get stuck and really suffer as a result of that um the last one that i mentioned 
apart from the happy season, is the um, psychological warfare season. Um, this is one of the biggest blockers, I think, that people experience, which stops them living a life that they love. This is where people around you tell you that you can't do something, that they tell you that your plans are unrealistic, um, etc. You know, you, we've all got those kind of negative people in our lives that are the um, kind of look at the risks rather than the benefits. Um, they kind of always come up with reasons why you can't do something. Um, uh, and the best thing I find to combat this is get yourself around positive, like-minded people. Get yourself, find yourself a community of people who are trying to do the same thing that you're going to do. And nowadays there's a community for absolutely everything. So if you're a, an aspiring author, you're trying to write a book and your friend is saying, no, you can't write a book. You, you're not, you're not um, an author um, for whatever reason. I don't know why they'd be saying that, but a lot of people like to um, cast doubt on other people's dreams because they don't think that they can do it. So they like to project their own insecurities onto other people. I've experienced that a whole bunch of times where people have said, you're crazy. That's never going to work. You're never going to be able to do that. Uh, etc etc you've got to get yourself you've got to find that community so there's plenty of facebook groups out there for aspiring authors um you know there's a whole community set up around it so for example um nanowrimo which is national novel writing month happens every november i think it is um which has got a massive online community around it maybe you're trying to lose weight um so you need to get yourself around some people who are also trying to lose weight or have already lost the weight that's even better because they know all the hints and tricks um to help you along your way you know if you're on a diet and you're hanging around with friends who don't care about um, the things that you care about, so they're not caring about what they're eating, how they're exercising, etc. It's going to be so hard to find that motivation to go against what they're saying and, and kind of buck the trend, so to speak. Um, you need to find yourself around those like-minded people. If you're an entrepreneur, you're just starting off, whether you're a property entrepreneur or whether you're uh, in other business areas, you know, get yourself into some groups, whether it's mastermind coaching sessions, whether it's uh, just online Facebook communities for entrepreneur, whether it's kind of in-person business networking for some support, get yourself into those spaces so that when you when you get yourself into that psychological warfare, when people are telling you you can't do something, maybe you're finding it hard, you're starting to believe them yourself, Maybe you've been trying something for several years and you've never quite got it finished and you've never quite got it over the line. So maybe to use the book example, maybe you get into a cycle of continuing continual editing rather than writing, um, which is, a, a, I know, a common thing for, for authors. Um, you get stuck in that editing loop, you know, you know, and if you keep editing and editing, you're never going to add and write the end of the book. Um, so that's a dangerous loop to be in. But if you're if you're in a group with people who have experienced that and come out the other side, people who have already published books, then you're going to see them moving on. You're going to you could be be able to ask them for hints and tips to help you get out of that loop um, and get on with the rest of the book. So I cannot underestimate the um, the value of getting around those like-minded people. You know, and it, it's interesting as I've developed over the last five years or so, my friend circle has actually started to change slightly. Um, you know, I've never, I've never had the intention of kind of cutting people out of my life or anything, but it's kind of naturally happened as as I move. Um, towards um, my goals and my objectives and doing the traveling that I want to do and doing the running events that I want to do, I naturally spend more time with the people who also do that stuff, um, which makes it easier. It makes it more fun. You're not having that that psychological warfare in your own mind or with other people 
um, you know, it's much easier to flow. So you naturally move away. So you don't need to cut people out of your life by any means. I still talk to all my old friends. I just don't talk to them as often. Um, and, and I find that easier and um, it makes it flow a lot better and it reduces my stress level, certainly, because um, um, I can handle a certain amount of people telling me, no, I can't do something. That's really good for me as a person, the type of person I am. I, I use that and I say, right, I can, I can, I need to prove that person right wrong but there's a certain limit to that before I kind of get a bit defeatist and I think oh maybe so many people have said that maybe they're right uh, but then I remind myself right, I get back into a community to help me do whatever it was so for example I'm in a podcast community I use the uh, progressive success community they're really great guys the team down at progressive who edit my podcast always offer me advice and and help and hints and tips if I need it um, so they're phenomenal so those guys are really good uh, at keeping me going through those tough times when I need that little bit of support. I've also got um, a, a number of friends that I run with on a regular basis, uh, but if I get into a bit of a stagnant phase with my running where I kind of um, fall off a little bit, I go back to, to my friends, go out for a run with them, and then I realise why I enjoy running again and, and um, get myself going again. So you can find those groups for any area of your life, and you can have multiple groups as I do um, to help you through and help you along. So um, those are all the seasons that I'm going to go through. Like I said at the beginning, there's an infinite number of seasons, so uh, don't worry if you're experiencing other ones. Um, maybe come back through the episode and, and um, take some notes in terms of the um, actions and, and the hints and tips that I've given to help you get you through to the happy stage, to the winning season, um, and maybe those will help you. If, if you're struggling in some other space, head over to the Facebook page. It's now called Life Living It and Loving It. So head over to the Facebook page. Again, you, you shouldn't have lost that if you already like that page uh, and post on there um, and and see what the community can come up with to help you out if you're in some other stage or even if you're in those stages and those hints and tips haven't worked for you or maybe you've done something else and you think that everybody else should know about it you want to help other people head over to the Facebook page and have a post on there. Um, remember though that those seasons affect everybody differently. So just because I've gone through one of those quickly or I've gone through one slowly doesn't mean that you're going to. Just because your best friend has gone through them quickly or slowly doesn't mean that you're going to either. So uh, really remember um, that those seasons affect people differently. So we're going to come on to um, the competition that I mentioned at the beginning. So I'm going to offer five full flight assessments. So as as part of this, so I'm going to be selling this on the website. So if you don't win, you can go through to my website and you can purchase this package. Um, it's going to be a it's called the flight assessment. You receive a 20 plus page. I think it's about 23, 24 pages. Um, including some kind of um, actions and stuff in there. It's a really cool pack. It gives you your full disc profile. Um, so it tells you what your superpower is. It helps you um, understand how you interact with those other superpowers. So yeah, so there's four uh, different personalities. Um, and the test um, identifies, because uh, everybody has a small amount of each in there. Uh, a small amount of each of those superpowers in, in inside you. Um, so you may be high on one, low on another. Um, you may be high on three. Um, for, uh, everybody's different. But it gives you the pros and cons of each of those types of personality. It helps you identify how you work better with other people. It helps you identify how to communicate better with other people. And during that coaching session, 
we're going to help you. Um, we're going to help you put together a personalised strategy for continuing your development and how to interact better uh, and uh, live the life that you love. So. We're going to do that. So to enter the competition, head over to uh, my website, which is life living it and loving it, all one word, life living it and loving it.com. That's life living it and loving it.com and sign up for the newsletter. It's on the front page. There should be a little box. You just put in your email address and name, I think it is. Um, that'll sign you up to the newsletter. And everybody who enters in the first week, I'm going to um, pull five out of the hat at the end and um, give five um, full flight assessments to. I think that the value of that's going to be um, about £125. So uh, quite a cool price, some exciting prizes. And um, if anybody else uh, like I say wants to do the full um, flight assessment the full disc assessment um, head over to the website and you can buy that package as well um, so, so um, super exciting um, so just to recap the uh, episode um, I think it's really important and really key to identify what season you're in uh, which can be quite tricky, but you just need to take a little bit of time to identify which of the seasons you're in you need to map your path to your happy season, to your winning season, map your path out of your current season if it's not the happy or winning season. And then you need to take the actions um, to get you to where you want to be so that you can start living the life that you love. Thanks for listening. I've been Gordon Doan. You guys have been great. Let's start living a life we love today. Let's go.